You want some more of this bitch? Welcome to the Three Kings Podcast, where everyday blokes act like kings. I'm just a regular, everyday, normal motherfucker. I told you in the first song, I'll tell you in another. I'm just a regular, everyday, normal motherfucker. I don't have a girlfriend. My- LA is, it's Nick and Axel. We're back after a month off of being pretty busy, but um, yeah, we're excited to get back into the podcast and get some episodes out a bit more frequently and yeah, get into it. He <laughs> <laughs> didn't even throw to me. Just he just left me. <laughs> left me hanging. Just staring at you awkwardly. <laughs> it's because I haven't done the intro before. Axel's man. first turn at intro and just leaves me hanging. Not even a how are you or how have you been? Just leaves me hanging. Yeah, it was pretty pretty good time off. Um, went to Singapore to go back from Singapore. That was pretty good. So yeah. bit bit rusty, rusty as as you can tell. But nah, it was actually been a good month off. Like. Heap of stuff happened while we were away with the motocross and everything, and yeah, Australian motocross, the man jump, and yeah. American motocross. Been everything's happening while we were away. It's been good. Got to like bank up some stuff to talk about, you know. So we'll get into the American motocross, eh? Yeah, might as well. That's been the most pretty much exciting thing that's happened so far with the Australians dominating it over there. Yeah, um, yeah. That I don't know if you've watched the latest. What was it? High Point was the latest yeah. one. The it really annoys me that they don't like you know for ages they you knew that no matter what happened the schedule wasn't to be the same yeah and like the last two years now the schedules all over the joint oh yeah like, like Glenn, it, Glenn it, Helen always used to be the first yeah it used to be then. Glenn Helen then High Point and then you yeah. knew that everyone after wasn't to be the same but now they're just chopping and changing yeah, they're all over the place yeah and when you say High Point you're like no nah, that's round two but now it's round four High Point yeah so. but nah it's um yeah the Aussie boys brothers Hunter and Jed of just putting on a bit of a clinic in the 250 class. That second moto in the 250s was, you know, what we've been waiting to see pretty much since they've both been over in America, you know. We've waited for them to get that whole shot, one and two, be close to each other and then have a battle to see who would come out on top and it didn't disappoint, bro. That's one of the best races I've seen, especially in the 250 class. It, it went all moto long. Like, they were just back and forth, you know, like... um. Hunter was out front and then Jet got him and then Hunter got him back and then was pulling away a little bit and then Jet got him back and then was pulling away and then last lap, Hunter nearly got him back. I, I think it's awesome. Like, the, there's obviously respect. Like, take the brother aspects out of it. There's respect for racing, but when it comes down to it, you saw Jet and Hunter willing to show the wheel for the win. Like, it was... Yeah. Like, doesn't matter, who, like, the, the brothers or even teammates, there was no, oh, I should probably not come in... Help. They were coming in hot on each other. They wanted that. Like, they were not holding back. Oh, and that was top-notch racing, bro. Like, top-level staff. They were, as you can see there, dominating the rest of the field, I think. Well, they was, put 25 seconds on Cooper, bro. Yeah. And Cooper is – he was almost he almost won the championship last year. Oh, well, at the start of the moto, Cooper went back past him and nearly – Yeah, past Jet and, yeah. Hunt, and then – yeah, I think when it switched around, he passed Hunter. Yeah, yeah, like he was he was on fire at the start of the moto. So, you know, for them to do what they're doing, like I don't think we can grasp it right at this moment. You you know, you'll look back in a few years and think, fuck, how good were they riding that year? Like what they're doing this year, especially being brothers and and Australian, like this will never happen again or very unlikely. No, nah, I, I, I can't see it. One brothers like. Other than the other than the, the Stewart brothers and obviously the Mossies, yeah, 
I don't know a more successful brothers when they've been in the same generation at the same time. Yeah, like you had the Alessi brothers who... Are they Alessi brothers twins? I don't know, but fucking, I wouldn't even put them in that category. But like they were they were like child prodigies and everyone thought they were going to yeah. kill it. And then Mike was the only one that kind of killed it once he hit pro. But yeah, it's been a... And obviously you got the Martin brothers who... Yeah, but um, still like... They, they kind of had their little turn like this a few years ago, but it wasn't as big of a deal and they didn't dominate like no. they're dominating. Like I heard on the broadcast, um, Jet and Hunter, whether it's been either either of them been in first or second, but they've gone one, two in six out of eight motos this year. Yeah. Like that's, that's fucking hectic, man. And like we're saying, it's not a thin field. Nah. It's a fairly stuck field. Like, yeah, you are missing some big names like McAdoo, Faulkner and Martin, but Faulkner's not even that great of a... Motocross rider. Yeah, so the only person they're really missing who would be a title contender is Martin. But yeah. Yeah, you don't know. He's not there, so you don't know. But what they're doing is, yeah, next level stuff. I'm pretty impressed with um, Nate, Nate Thrasher. Like, he, he's doing pretty good. Where was Kitchen this weekend? I think he hurt himself in the first moto, didn't he? I don't know. I can't remember. But, yeah, he's he's another, like, last week. Yeah, he, he won a moto, like... And even in the second matter, he was... Flying. He, yeah, he was ridiculous. But he's been fast. flying pretty much all season. He's just been getting probably the worst starts out of any yeah. other top guys. Yeah, well, Andy said that, like, a couple of rounds ago, if Kitchen gets a start, it's going to be good to see what he can do. Because, yeah, he's been getting, like, out of top ten starts and coming back to, like, fifth every weekend, you know. Yeah. But, and then he finally got the start last weekend. And, and led from that one. And, and smoked him, yeah. mate. And then in the second matter, he got... Yeah, kind of a shitty start. I think he was inside the top ten, but got back to fifth or fourth or something like that. So, yeah, he's killing it. Yeah, but I'm keeping on the start, but like we'll get to the four fifties. I'm surprised Craig didn't stay two fifty for the lot this season and then go to four fifty. Yeah, well, they, I'm like obviously they can't see into the future, but. With Ferrantis out, yeah, they need yeah, true. But you got Tomac, a four fifty rider in there. Well, they need two two uh, four fifty riders yeah. in there, and they got fucking forty yeah two fifty yeah. riders. You know what I mean? And it's a good learning curve for all the young guys like Romano and yeah, obviously Kitchen, and then their second year guys like um, oh no, Kitchen is a second year guy, isn't he? Yeah, but you got guys like Matt LeBlanc, yeah, and. You know, all them guys, are, you know, trying to make it. So it gives them gives them time to mature without having, you know, the team focusing on someone like Craig to win him a title. But um, see, obviously it coming out on Sunday that Hunter Lawrence is signed to HRC for another two years now. Yeah, in the two fifties too. Is it two fifty? Yeah, that's what it said. Yeah. yeah, Hunter was the one that originally got him and Jet over to America, right? Yeah. And then, obviously, Hunter went through a down period where his health went really bad for yeah, a bit. It was, and it was injuries. More yeah, injury, injuries in health. More what, form. Yeah. And then everyone everyone was saying Hunter was Jet's brother. So, kind of... Yeah. But now they're both at their peak. It's not no longer Hunter's Jet's brother or Jet's Hunter's brother. Yeah. They've made a name for themselves and they've kind of got on their own two feet. And Hunter's earned that two-year extension deal. That oh, 100%, I, I bro. He was always... Like their whole life, he was the he was the guy. 
and he still is. And I said at the start of the year that I reckon Hunter is probably the favourite for this year's yep. championship. Yeah, you did. You did call because, it because yeah. um, he's such a good motocross rider, bro. And you know, with a year or two's momentum, that's all you need, and that's how you win championships. Is a couple of years of momentum. Like he can't win championships coming off the couch, like he has been. You know, he the last few years he he kept getting injured and then just couldn't get a solid season. He'd still get a win or two here and there, and yep. that's what kept him in these rides and kept a little bit of hype around him. But you can't win championships without at least two years behind you, and that's what he's finally got. So yeah, I I can't wait to see how this championship you know unfolds, especially because they're two brothers. Like I hate on the podium how they kind of poke at him. Saying that your little brother beat you, like it's not your little brother, it's just your brother, bro. Like, yes, yeah. I, I I feel really bad for Hunter at the moment because he doesn't matter what he does at the moment, he cannot get that overall. Yeah, he he's top. He's been. <laughs> That's what happens. <laughs> yeah. But when it's when it's your it's, year, or you know, just you you win all the time. You just seem to win all the time, and that's well, what Jet's doing. Well, last week Hunter went one four, and Jet went what two two or something. And then this week they went one two and two one, yeah. and Jets beat him both both okay. both rounds by like either one point or they're tied in points, and he's got the better second race. Like, but like surely, like they will keep it civilized, and they've obviously been brought up real good that it's never ever going to get you know nasty between them, and so it shouldn't, bro. It should be respectful, and they should be so proud of each other that of what they're doing, bro. Like two kids from sunny guys. Dominating in America, like fully dominating. Like the thing, the there's thi- no eyes on anyone else because of what they're doing. They're just taking all the spotlight. Well, I don't know for sure, but what I can see is they pretty much leave the racing on the track because yeah. you you follow them on Instagram. They're playing golf together. Yeah. They're going like they're doing things together, like brothers would. Like and they're, like they're still only young, bro. So like they obviously probably still live at home. Yeah. Or I think at, at I least, think Hunter lives. Yeah, at least Jet would like Jet's girlfriend or wife or whatever it is. Like. It was a whole family thing to move yeah. there. So, they're, they're, they're so tight and they've got everywhere sticking together. So, they're not just going to abandon shit. But, um, yeah, I'm pumped for Hunter that he signed a two-year deal. and I don't know what Jet's going to do. Well, Jet has to move up after next year. Yeah. Because you only get to defend your title once unless you win it in your very, very first year. So. Yeah. But, um, yeah, but like I was saying, that. They play golf together. They do everything together. Like they got the same agent. Even Shimoda's got is that they're yeah. the same agent now. So it's it's good to see that they're not letting the hype of what's happening to them get to them and try and drive a wedge between them because it's so you see you see it as soon as people get a bit of fame or yeah. a bit of limelight on them, they leave everyone behind and yeah. see you later. But these kids don't, like obviously, like you said, their dads obviously brought them up right where yeah. they don't. Yeah, the yeah. one thing in that yeah that fucking pisses me off a little bit is just them commentators how they always digging at Hunter like, oh, your little brother beat you again, like fuck off, bro. Like, I don't think he cares, bro. Yeah, I don't. I think he's that content with himself. Like he doesn't have a chip on his shoulder that he's saying his little brother beat him. Like, yeah, but like they would but know. It, it's they, a stigma, they, they would. They would know. Like who's faster? Like I'm sure Hunter probably beats Jet. All the time. As many times as Jet beats Hunter when they're practicing, you know what I mean? Well, like you said, and I, I agree with you, I believe Hunter's the favourites to win the championship. I know Jet won it last year, but does some of the, like, Jet's got, what, at every every race a top five start, at least? Yeah. 
Hunter's been out of the top 10 multiple times on yeah. the start and looking at the point, he's only 12 points behind. Yeah, I know. Like, that's nothing. So what was that, the fourth round? So there's still eight rounds to go. Yeah, still 16 motos. Yeah. So there's plenty of time for him to come back. And honestly, I don't care who wins out of the two of them, just as long as it's one of them. And it'll obviously be one of them because they're, you know, he- head and shoulders above everyone else. Well, um, Jets 51 points in front of Shimoda, which is third. Yeah. Even Shimoda. Shimoda's riding sick this year, bro, in the motocross. I believe Moseman should be high up on the point standing than he is. He just yeah, he, but he's, he's, like, he's the Sexton on the two fifty. Nah, he's like the oh him and RJ Hampshire are like twins, bro. Like, <laughs> you know they could qualify fastest or win a moto by like ten seconds, and then they get last the next yeah. moto. Like they never go a weekend. Them two never go a weekend without crashing at least once. Well, of the first moto of this round, he was he was gone, bro, absolutely gone. And then next minute you see he's just put it down in the randomest corner. Yeah. I know. He's hopeless. He, he's fast, though. Yeah, he is. he is. so fast. He's always been fast. He got a win, didn't he? Yeah, he's got one win. Yeah, he's he's got a win. So, um, you know, that that's that's pretty sick. But, yeah, he, he I can't see him being a title contender until he cleans up his, you know, his crashes and his silly mistakes. Yeah, but that's even like, that's even the Supercross, bro. Like, like him and, um, what's it? Who did he race again? I don't know. I think it was on Hunter's side. Was it? Yeah, yeah it was Hunter, um, Moseman, and... Hey. Yeah. 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 Fuck, it seems like it's ages ago yeah. now. Like, but yeah, he would catch up to Craig pretty quick and then put it down. Or Craig would catch up to him pretty quick and then he'd try to get on the go and then he'd put it down. Like, he yeah. just does not... That was kind of like Shimoda this year in Seacross. He just doesn't – he goes past his limit. Like he Yeah. But Shimoda's riding sick. He's He would have to be probably one of the most improves oh, in the yeah. motocross this year. Like he's, you know, making heaps of passes. And he's – I think he's got on the podium two or three times already. So he's having a, like a killer season, especially from where he was. Like he was without a ride after Geico shot. Yep. And then he was like a last-minute signing – on PC, and he's been their best rider since oh, then. definitely. You know, out of all their crop of riders, he's been the best in the last, you know, two years or however long yeah. he's been on that team. I can't believe how bad Pierce Brown's doing. He's oh. he's quick too, bro. Like yeah, you, It's just, you can just get lost. I've said it numerous times. You just get lost in that, you know, that field. If you don't get your good results and you're not, Getting them every week. You can just get stuck getting your, you know, your temps every week. And before you know it, you're out of a ride. It's not that you're any worse of a rider. It's just you haven't got the momentum on your side of getting, you know, top fives every weekend. Yeah. And before you know it, you, yeah, you lost your ride and then you're on a satellite team. And then once you get a top 10 on a satellite team, they're like, oh, he's killing it. But it's already over, you know. It's pretty rare for someone to go from a factory team to a satellite team back to a factory team, especially in the two fifties. Yeah, but I don't know. I really like Pierce Brown. Like he still is young, so there's 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 time that he can um, get back on his feet and actually start doing well. Um, so fingers crossed, he, he can get back up. But he like he's he's tra- training with Moseman and Barsha, you know. You know what yeah. I mean? Like you think he'd be able to. Yeah, but. It- Oh, I don't know. Like, they don't have a title-winning guy on that team, and 
Has Tree Lee ever won a title? Like the team, have they won a title? Like they've always had like ridiculously good riders on that team, but you know, get heaps of race wins, but they've never won a title or been a title contending team. Like in the pointy end of the season. Yeah. Like, yeah, I don't know. Like going back to Shimoda, he went three five with the third overall this week. Yeah. Like, he's just there. Yeah. Well, even in. The, was it the first moto? He was like right behind. Yeah, yeah. He was right that's what, behind. That's when he Jet got third, yeah. yeah. Like same thing. He come from back in the pack too. And I think he was only a couple of seconds off Jet at the end of the moto. See, and another, like we were talking about <coughs> a couple of other people not being able to, Levi Kitchen did race 15 yeah, 12th. Right. Yeah, right. That's a. One, won one of the races last week. And yeah, then that's like, a rookie thing, but we'll. We were talking about off air. We were talking about um, how rookies come into motocross and seem to have more success than what they do in supercross. Like a lot of the time, a rookie will, you know, they usually all debut halfway through the motocross season or at the three quarter mark of the motocross season. And they, a lot of them get a top five or something in a moto and everyone, you know, froths it and like, oh, he's going to kill it. But then they go from that to getting, you know, 15. It's pretty quick or. If if they're good, they keep it going. I was saying to you that um, I reckon that track looked dog shit this week, eh? It, yeah, looks well they, like, it looks like a typical Australian dog shit motocross track. Well, they both the Honda riders, like the 450 guys, said it was really choppy and they just couldn't get traction. Like, they just – everyone hated it. But then Dungy, when he got on the um, – podium in the last moto uh, like he didn't get on the podium but he come up on the podium to yeah do a little talk and yeah he was the only one that said he loved it because <laughs> it must it must be how the tracks used to be yeah. like when he was riding how cool was that um wall that they brought back in yeah that was pretty sick yeah like when he, he was talking about on the broadcast like oh bringing back this wall I'm like yeah i'm thinking it's like a wall with like past winners and stuff yeah. like that and i'm like Nah, yeah, that's gay as bro. Yeah. And then I seen it, I'm like, oh, that's fucking sick. Yeah, no, nah, it was pretty sick. Um, yeah, the the two fifties, bro. Like them top five guys are all killing it. Did you see? Um, one thing I like about the star team this year, I was scrolling through Insta the other day, and um, they let all their riders run different shit. Like I suppose yeah, that's I the be- that, that's yeah. the benefits of being not a factory like owned team, like yes. a. Factory it's just factory Honda supported, or factory yeah. Factory Yamaha yeah. team. It's stars its own, you know, private. Yeah, but they're team. just factory backed. Yeah. But yeah, they're factory backed. So like, I seen that Cooper's running stock suspension. Obviously, with he would have internals, but yeah, stock triple clamps and shit. Yeah, yeah stock triple clamps, stock shock body. Yeah, um, stock fork outer tubes where everyone else is running like the neck and triple clamps. Yeah, and the outer um, KYB forks. So they would be a bigger diameter. Yeah. And, you know, triple clamps change the degree of the fork and have more flex and blah, blah, blah. But he's running the stock shit and stock triple clamps because he likes the feel of it better, yeah. bro. Like, it's hectic. And it's not like he's doing shit either. Like, he's well, doing he's, pretty he's good. He's getting yeah. better. That's yeah. what I mean. He obviously has a – when he a new model of bike comes out, they just give him the new model of bike and it's got nothing on it when they first get it. And yep. See how they like he's obviously it. like that. And said, "Just give us that, bro. I'll race for that. Like that's it's super rare, especially on a factory team, not to run aftermarket like stuff. a A kit yeah. suspension. But, and, he, um, and he's killing it. <laughs> but um, 
it's it's crazy though because like you you look at the you get the KDMs and now the gas gases and I think um, Husky's doing the same now. And you got the factory edition bikes that come out. Yeah, they getting they getting a lot better and better as the years go. Because I remember when the first the uh, was it the Troy Lee or factory edition come out and it was pretty much just. Troy Lee kick, sticker yeah, kit, FMF is, yeah. pipe, and, like and it was, a slip and just a slip. Yeah, on like it wasn't really a factory edition, but like the new ones that are coming now, I was like, they've got actually some good yeah, parts they, on yeah, them. Yeah, they're getting they're getting closer to the actual factory bikes, but yeah, anyone that has raced pretty full on will know that a set of that suspension is fucking the same price as the bike, bro. Like yep. a set of A kit suspension, whether it's shower or KYB or WP, uh, W. Yeah, WB, a P suspension. Like, it's, I think it's like fucking eight to ten grand a set, bro. Like, for shock and forks. Would it not be better off for them going, all right, if we sell it to the team, it's eight grand or something? Yeah. Let's just mass produce it and sell it, to, sell it for five grand. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, wouldn't that, they make a shitload more money doing that? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Like, if, 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 if they, let's say they drop the price down and only make. Five hundred dollars off a set of forks, yeah, and sell a million of them because everyone would be buying them if they're a lot cheaper. Yeah, I reckon you'd make a shitload more money doing that if you just keep it high end. Well, the the saying has always been that the stuff that comes out on the current bikes is like three or four year old, yeah, factory suspension. Correct. Yes, that's, yeah. that's what they say. Yeah, but yeah, because. Andy bought forks for his new gas gas. And yeah. when he told me the price, I fucking almost fell off the chair. Yeah, it's, a, it's the same price as a bike back. Yeah, I yeah. could not believe it. I was like, fucking hell. And and he said to us, he's like, I'm not spending nothing. Yeah. Um, I bought, he bought a brand new bike, but I, I think he bought a run out 2021. And he's like, yeah, I got it pretty cheap. It's a run out 22, isn't it? No, nah, it was a run out 21, I oh, think. Oh, yeah, yeah. And he's like, yeah, I'm not spending nothing on it. And then he's all said, I'm doing is a sticky kit, and he's like, yeah, sticky kit he, and rims or something. He's seen, he's seen a set that was like five hours old pop up on marketplace or Gumtree or something, and he fucking bought it. And I'm like, how much is that? He's like, oh, I grand. <laughs> and then he bought a set of rims because you know how they come out with silver rims. Yeah, I hate silver and blue rims. So he bought a bought a set of black Talon rims, or yeah. Talon hubs and XL rims, so they were like fucking fifteen, sixteen yep. bucks. And before you know it, you spent. And he's got the part, um, the pipe on it now. Yeah, so he, he's, he's doubled the <laughs> he's doubled what he wanted to spend, bro. So yeah, it happens pretty quick when you. His bike like, does look sick, though. Yeah, hundred percent. I I definitely run it, but yeah. not for the price that he's spent on it. There's yeah. not a chance. But um, we'll get into the four fifties then, nah, eh? But I just wanted to touch on the track too. You go from Thunder Valley. Last week with yeah. the ruts fucking deeper than me. Yeah. To a track like that. Like, them guys must be doing some pretty good, like, testing to go from <laughs> a track like that to yeah. a track like this and still keep the pace. Like, well, that's what's it's always supposed to have been like this. Like, that's why they race on different tracks. So you get different terrains and then, you know, someone who's good at that type of shit well, can thrive yeah. one week and then might not be so good the next week. Like, that's why. They say the um, GP guys are better at motocross because they ride and train on such a wide, um, 
a wide variation of terrains over there, you know what I mean? Yeah. In America, it's mostly hard-packed or, you know, yeah, a little bit a little bit loamy hard-packed. That's mostly what it is, bro. And, you know, they ride lot one, maybe two softish kind of tracks during the year. Yeah. But, no, it, yeah, it, it is crazy. Like, I think it's sick seeing how deep those ruts were. But yeah. I actually thought the track... I know you said the track was pretty dog shit this weekend at High Point, but I actually thought the second moto of the track looked better. They must have put some water down during lunch break or whatever. And yeah. It even looked like they gave it a little um, prep, but I, I don't think they did. Maybe they just gave it a prep here and there, but the track actually looked better in the second moto. That massive triple at High Point, bro, that's fucking huge. I was watching it. The, like There was watching. two big jumps. There was that uphill one that they were just making, and yeah. then there was that big... Kind of um, single to that tabletop yep. landing. Yep. And then what they were chucking the big fat whips off every lap. That jump was huge as well, bro. The the hang time they were getting on that massive like triple or whatever it was. Mm. Bro, that's, that's fucking well, pretty four, insane. Yeah, I've seen the 450s casing it. Like, they're, yeah, they're, even at the tracks before this, there's been a fucking fair few yeah. big jumps. See, see Hunter's line coming out of that corner where he's like doubling that section? I don't know. Oh, it was like two rollers. Like you come into the corner and you turn right and you go over roller and then Jet was singling out where Hunter was coming a little bit wider and hitting the first roller and jumping over to the second one. I don't know. I didn't see that. Oh, that, that was such a sick line. One thing I noticed about Hunter, like it's obviously where Jet got past him. I don't know if he got past him like that both times, but... Hunter seems to have trouble turning right. Yep. I mean, turning left off the jumps. Like, there's an uphill, there's an uphill kind of scrub tabletop thing they were doing after some hectic ruts down the bottom. And you got to scrub left. Yeah. And he just looked like a squid when he was doing it. It <laughs> mustn't be his way. Yeah. Like, he must like to turn the other way. Yeah. And then, same thing as that. You know them doubles that were around the corner and then yep, you got yep, that, yep. I think they were calling it the staircase or something when you yep. do them, the rest of the doubles kind of down the hill. Yep. Obviously, because that's going left the whole way. Yeah, Hunter he, wasn't doubling, I know. He kept stuffing up that yeah. first big double in because it, it mustn't be comfortable for him to no. turn that way. But I also noticed... I don't know if anyone else noticed that, but i just seen that it, when he's in the air going that way, he just looks a little bit awkward, so... You know, obviously everyone's got a favourite way to kind of whip or turn and that must not be his favourite way. I've also seen that um, Hunter loved taking most of the outsides. Yeah. And just just fanging it around the outside where Jet was trying to keep keep tidy on all the insides and everything. Yeah. But so. he, he learned, like, he was taking a few of the outsides that were a little bit slower and then he, he learned pretty quick to yeah. change his lines, but... Yeah, them, that race between them two and that second moto was all time, bro. Oh, I could talk about that for ages. Yeah. So we'll get on to the 450s off if we get stuck on talking about them all day. Yeah. So um, stoked Tomac finally got an overall. Yeah, like when I think of this year, I, I think Sexton is the dominant rider, but um, there's been a different winner every round. Yeah. You know, like Sexton, Roxon. Anderson Tomac. Yeah. Every, like every round there's been a, a new overall winner. So, you know, obviously it's a super tight year this year and everyone's riding pretty good. It just puts in perspective how awesome it is that how good Dungey's going. Like 
it just puts in perspective how good he's going. Like, you know, someone like Anderson is in career best form. Even Sexton is in career best form. Like, Anderson just got his first ever career overall um, overall in motocross. Dungy fucking beat him. Yeah. Went round him, bro. Yeah. <laughs> and then the same as Sexton. He caught Sexton in that second moto. Like, and they all have a little dig about it when they're on the party and they're like, even Dungy was catching me. Like, yeah. D- Dungy's, Dungy's what, 32, 33? Yeah. Just come off five years retirement, bro. It's not like a year or two. And he's he nearly got a podium in what what's that, the fourth round. Like, yeah. he's definitely going to get a podium by the end of the year. Like, everyone was frothing on how... Good Corolli was going. They're like, oh, Corolli's 35, 36, and, you know, he's retired. And he I can't don't think Corolli was doing that well, to be honest he, with you. Oh, well, he was the top-placed KDM rider after or leading up to that round, like in the points, leading up to that round. Really? Yeah, because he, he's gotten like sixth or fifth every round. I thought um, Dungey beat him both rounds at nah, nah. Fox Raceway. Oh, he might have, but he wasn't – he had the points lead over Dungey. I think yeah. he got fourth last weekend. Ah, okay, yeah, because I'm pretty sure Dungey beat Corolli both in the first uh, at Fox Raceway, both motos. Yeah, I don't know. I I'm pretty sure Dungey came fifth, fifth, didn't he? I don't know. Nah, he went six, seven or something in the first two. Yeah. <coughs> but anyways, everyone was... Raving on him. Raving on about that. But the thing is, Dungey, I mean, not Dungey, Corolli only retired last year, but yeah. I know he's Old. a bit longer in the tooth than Dungey, but Dungey's been retired for five years. And in the motor world, there's always that saying that the speed never changes. No. It's just how long they do it and the intensity is what changes. I did say that at, at my contact in America said, Dungey's got the um, speed still. It's just how long he's going to be able to keep that speed up for. Yeah. And you can see like... Oh, it's just major improvements. Like Dungey's whole career has been textbook, you know, like... The way he rides, his results. Like, he's barely ever got out of the top five his whole career, you know. And then now this comeback is just textbook, bro. He's just started off. Everyone thought he would be fucking winning the lotto if he got top, top 10. Top 10. Yeah. Didn't um, Weege say that he cut his nuts off or something? And nah, <laughs> it was some random lad on Insta or Twitter yeah. or something said that. But, um, yeah, he's absolutely killing it, bro. And, I can't wait for him to like. I guarantee you, he'll get on the podium by the end of the year. Stuart reckons he'll win the mo- the outdoor championship. I just don't see it happening. Who Dungey? Yeah, no. You, you know, do you you listen to his podcast? No. Oh, it, it's not that great. Yeah, no, yeah I've, I've heard him oh, talk. Awesome, crazy good rider, but he should stick to that. I don't think he's yeah, made I mean, for the. You know, <laughs> anyone who's had a professional athlete friend knows that. They're all a little bit socially awkward. Not no fault of their own, but just because yeah. they've put so much time and energy into being the best in their craft, bro. So yeah, no, all good to him. But yeah, well, Dungey's Dungey is pretty much it's fifty nine points behind Sexton. Like he's not out of it yet. No, but it's just the speed, bro. He obviously had no, you know, goals of winning the championship. No. Like you'd be stupid to think that, but. He just wanted to compete. And Where do you reckon he sits on the standings at the moment? He'd be fifth or sixth. He's fifth overall. Yeah. It's just typic, typical Dungey, bro. He's fifth overall, 25 points behind Anderson. Just the diesel, bro, just chugging along. I reckon, I reckon the biggest um, like um, test for him to be will be... Are they racing Southwick this year still? Yeah, I think so. 
Southwick. If he does good in Southwick. Well, they reckon Millville um, is his home track. And um, they reckon they can't wait to see him there. So. Yeah. Is that – Millville's the same as the um, – that the Martin Brothers Martin own, Brothers, yeah, like yeah. Carolina or wherever yeah. it is. That's where, that's where they're all from. But, um, bro, Garrett Marshbanks, he's absolutely killing it. He's, yeah. He's 10th overall at the moment. Yeah, he's – He's going good, bro, especially that Club MX. Um, you know, they've only been around for a few years and this is their first year as a 450 team and, yeah, they're doing nothing but good things over there, bro. They're getting better and better each year and all their riders are just killing it. Yeah. Well, Martin's going Club MX, MX next year. Yeah. I wonder how you'll go. Yeah, well, it's, it's the same bike, you know, and you can see they get results like... They haven't had that top, top level rider there yet. Like obviously, Marchbanks is their best rider they've had, along with kind of Nicoletti, but they weren't, you know... Oh, Marchbanks has won a race before, I'm pretty sure, but they're not like proven race winners every no. weekend. So if they get some... Once they get someone like Martin on the team, you know, that could just lead them. I was pretty sick of those um even in the Supercross, like when they had Enzo Lopes, he was killing it. Yeah. Yeah, he was absolutely killing it over there. Yeah, they're doing what the pro teams used to do. Like, you know, you could be not a nobody, but you could be just a top, you know, 10 to 5th guy. But once you get on, you know, it used to be, say, Pro Circuit or Geico, once you got on them, you were battling for wins, bro, every week. And then that's what kind of Club MX is doing for these 15 kind of guys it's putting them into the top, top five top five nearly you know yeah but it's sick though because like we said the more people that support the industry the better because other than like when we had like Dungey and um Villapoto and stuff i can't remember when we had a proper challenge for um like the outdoors you know how, like normally the outdoors you'd have one fast guy and then just pretty much yeah, well, last year, obviously, um, for Anderson won, so that that was a bit of a spanner in the works, bro. Yeah. And, you know, you got to stay healthy all year. That's another big challenge. But, yeah, this year is one of the most competitive yeah, years. And then, I mean, yeah, yeah, you got, you know, you throw someone like Dungey in there who just seems to be improving tenfold every round that goes on. So, yeah, this well, this year is well, going really, to be you, sick. You got, you got Sexton, Tomac, Roxon, Anderson, Dungey. We'll throw Christian Craig in there because he can ride a 450. Yeah. We, we've seen him do it. Like, you you got top six who can potentially win a race. Like Yeah. Yeah, it's never it's, been. It's, 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 obviously, it's overalls. You got Sexton on 181 and then you got Tomac. What's that? Yeah, well, Sexton's been. 14 points. Sexton's been hands down the fastest, you know, and you've seen him in that first moto on the weekend. Yeah. When he gets a start and. Puts down a couple of solid laps. He's no one's even close to his speed bro at the moment. Uh, between Sexton and Roxon, the first three laps, I don't think anyone can. Yeah, Roxon's got the best first lap out of anyone ever. I reckon. I don't understand how he can go that quick in the first lap. He like he puts like the fastest lap of the race down on the first lap. On oh, just his moves, bro. Like his passes on. Like say Roxon will start in fifth. And then within fucking three turns, he's in first. Like. You, you, you see, I think it was last week, 
and he got out the front on the week before. He got out the front, and the, by the first lap, he was already <laughs> two and a half seconds in front. Yeah, he's always been like that for like the last three years. He's his first lap or first two laps are his best. Just sets him up for the whole. It's race. good to see that he's healthy and not being a little bitch. Yeah, well, when he gets past or doesn't do well, he's um, I was, you know, a, a, not a big believer, but I thought he would suck at motocross after quit, not quitting, but pulling the pin on Supercross to you know re-evaluate and recoup and you know get back on track. I thought you know once he's done that, he's done. And yeah, even I heard Stuart say the same thing like Roxon's done bro like he's he's not coming back from this but he's proven us all wrong but he is a notoriously better motocross rider like he yeah. won the title on that rch bike and yeah but um like tomac was saying when he started the season when everyone said it was his knee that was hurting him yeah um he said he was just like from, from fox race so he said he was just mentally drained yeah. he said that's what puts like we were saying before off air it's not the physicality that puts people into retirement People are just mentally drained. Yeah, from, that's what Dungey yeah. said. He's like, bro, I'm, I was physically totally fine. Like, my body, I've had stuff or injuries my whole life. My body's, you know, pretty much 100%. But he's like, I was just mentally fried, bro, yeah. over the daily grind. And Villapato said the same thing. He's like, yeah, when I retired, bro, my body was a million percent. It's like, it's just, I mentally can't put myself through, you know, the rigorous training and off seasons and, you know, just sacrificing so much. And, the fun goes out of it. That's what they all say. That's why, like, Villapoto and Dungey both retired at, what, 27 or something? Yeah. Bro, I made, like, 15 or 20 phone calls today and I'm mentally fried. I yeah. couldn't imagine training a full year motocross, supercross, training every day, eating yeah. right, doing all that stuff. Like You know, and they get, what do they get? They get, like, two weeks off a year to fully let the hair down, but they don't even fully let the hair well, down. Well, not even. Like, if they're doing, like, the designations, like, obviously, I don't know, is, do you know if Destination's going this year? Yeah, it'd be, it'd be going, yeah. Yeah, because obviously it had a break with COVID and everything. Yeah, I think it still went last year, didn't it? This I don't know. A lot of didn't go. A lot of countries, a lot of countries didn't, didn't do it, so I wouldn't really count as it. A, if we ever won it, if it didn't happen, I wouldn't yeah. really count it. But you say you do the Destination's and then you come over to Australia for our Supercross season and everything like that. Yeah. There's like no downtime at all for it. Yeah. Like, like look at Tomac... Tomac and both the Lawrence brothers have already confirmed that they're going to uh, the France Supercross, the Paris Supercross already. Yeah. Yeah, between travel and training and getting ready and, you know, you have your couple of weeks off over Chrissy or whatever. Like, yeah, it'd be lucky to be two or three weeks, bro. And then you don't want to write yourself off too much because, you know, then it's harder to get back on back track. Back in for the Supercross, yeah. yeah. So that's all it is. You're not... And then not just that, because you train so hard, obviously your immune systems are down and that, and they get sick and then that hampers training and then that hampers their time off sometimes as well. And that's even crazier. Like, both the Lawrence brothers have been sick and they're still dominating. Like, Right, yeah. Um, as I said at the start of the show, what they're doing won't be... Um, fully understood. Yeah, fully appreciated until like a couple of years, you know. It's like when we look at the Stuart... Carmichael battles or even yeah. the Dungey Villapoto battles yeah. like you don't fully appreciate them till like now you know what I mean like you look back at them and you're like fuck I wish they were all racing yeah so much better but um I don't understand why Dungey stayed so fit <laughs> like oh well he was just <laughs> like I, I I hate working out and I don't even need to work out I've put on heaps of weight but 
I couldn't imagine training and eating right that whole time from when he's been younger to when he retired. Yeah. Like, look at Paddy Pimbleton. Seen him a couple of times on... Paddy um, Pimlet. Yeah, yeah, whatever his name is. Um, he blows out massive in between oh. fights, bro. Yeah. Like, he's just loving life. Like, I, oh, I thought Dungey would Pate, He's got a little, little pot belly, yeah. you know. Like, but Dungey, that's what's got him through his whole career. Is he was never the fastest or never the best rider. He was just the hardest the worker. The most consistent, yeah. Had the best head on his shoulders, bro. Yeah. And that's what's got him to where, where he is. But, yeah, what he's doing this year, bro, is hectic. But another thing I wanted to talk about is, obviously, this weekend was Crowley's last weekend. He was only scheduled to do four rounds. But I read a thing on Pulp MX that he's not getting paid at all to do these four rounds. Yeah. And it's not that I think he's asked to get paid or anything, but obviously he's getting paid from KDM as um, an ambassador, I think they said. Yeah. But, yeah, these four rounds was just like a bit of a holiday, you know, ride, see how he goes. But, yeah, before this weekend, he was the highest placed KDM rider. And he, he was only supposed to do two rounds, bro. Yeah, he was only supposed to do two, but because he was going pretty so, good. Yeah, yeah. He's like, oh, I'll stay, cause the, and especially because they, they've been weekend after weekend, so yeah. he's only got to stay another week or yeah, two. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, they, they're not paying him, and they're not giving him bonuses or nothing, that's what that Steve Matthews said, is that surely, you know, he's given KDM fucking 10 years of service and won him a heap of titles. Like, surely they could, you know, r- ring the sponge and give him some money, but, yeah, they won't won't give him any money. So maybe that's got to... Maybe that's a factor of why he's going home. But, but it would be wise to... I think he hurt his knee or something on the weekend. Yeah. But so did Plesinger, and it would be wise for them to keep on two riders, Caroli rather than Plesinger, because you got Plesinger might be out now for the rest of the season with his knee. You got Webb out, like Caroli and Dungey, bro. That's a killer team. Surely Webb would be coming back. Do you see him and Reedy race some local track? Yeah, no, nah, he's not doing motocross. Oh, he's, he's not doing taking time off, bro. Yeah, yeah. Ah, okay. Yeah, he's nominated not to do it. Yeah, which is smart though because. <coughs> you think how many stupid mental mistakes he made in the Supercross? He, yeah, he, he probably needs a time off. Like he's been. That's. A, that's a, I now understand why riders only do Supercross only. Like when yeah. I was young, I'm like, well, would you only do Supercross only? Yeah, it's got its benefits and its its you know cons because yeah, you get a lot of time off, but you're missing out on all that bike time yeah. that all the other lads are getting all year. What really annoyed me this year is not seeing Malcolm. I was actually really looking forward to Malcolm motocross. I don't care where he ended up. I just wanted to see Malcolm ride motocross. Yeah, no, that's, that is a disappointment because, you know, that's what we've all been waiting for pretty much since he's been a pro. And he finally got the opportunity. And he had his career best Supercross, Supercross season. Yeah. And then, yeah, unfortunately got hurt. But that's another thing I was talking about to you during the week is that the riders that these teams have put on in place of – Injured riders is pretty silly. Like they put McElrath on Malcolm's ride, yep. or Dean Wilson's ride, whoever's ride it is. Well, it was Dean Wilson's, but I thought Dean Wilson was supposed to come back this year. Well, this round, I don't know. But RJ was supposed to RJ Hampshire was supposed to step up to the four fifty class, yeah, to fill in as well. But then, like freaking two 
two or three days before the season started, they're like, no, 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 don't worry about it, stay on the 250. But And then same as Savachi on Monster Energy Cowie. Obviously, he had a killer weekend this weekend. But, you know, riders like Max Anstey, bro, he's a motocross specialist. He would be easy, you know, top five to top ten every week on a factory bike. And he just got left in the dark. Yeah. Like, that's, I was disappointed he didn't get a ride, especially because there was so many available. It's not like there was nothing available. Do you – it's too late now. Do you think he will fill in somewhere? He said he's not going to. He's not going to? Yeah. Hasn't been training. But, yeah, I'm disappointed he missed out on a ride, especially because of all these other riders that are getting rides. And I just thought Anstey was, you know, more superior at motocross than a lot of them. What did McAuliffe come? 13th, 9th. Yeah. Even, like, Savachi had a killer weekend. And, obviously, he's already got the, you know, the relationship with that team. And he done good in that team last year. And he... Got unlucky to get booted out of that team in the first place because Cincerello was stepping up. But yeah. I just think um, Ansi would have been a better choice on either one of those rods. Yeah. You, you think that, they're like you said, keep Caroli on Katie because they only have a 1450 like person now. Yeah, well, if Pleasanger's out, which I, I don't know what the guy is, but it looked like he done his knee pretty bad. and Like, he could be out. So, you know, it's not going to harm him. No, but in saying that, um, Plessinger, I mean, Caroli did say that he he was going to do like the two rounds and then did four, but he always, he always only, he ever wanted to race in the US. Yeah. So it sucks that he's not doing a full season. But oh, and it sucks that he hasn't got to a soft track yet either. No. You know what I mean? Like his specialty, like, um, you know, we've seen an interview today about, Hurling's wanting to race Tomac and he said, Bro, I'll go to your sand track. Yeah. He's like, I'll go to Southwick. Like, that's the famous sand track in America. Like, let's go there one on one. Everyone keeps, you know, talking smack on who's the best rider. Let's just fucking do it there. I reckon Hurling's got him. Yeah. Well, Hurling's <laughs> come over a couple of years ago. But why, why, it, why does Hurling's want to go to sand track? Like, I don't know. You'd, you'd go either, but, um, you know, Tomac wins South, Southwick every year. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's a shame that Corolli's going back. One, he's just getting race fit again. Two, the soft tracks are starting to yeah, come around. Come around, yeah. Three, he's fucking not getting paid. And, yeah, holiday's over, bro. He's going home. Surely there would be some other incentive to get him here, right? Unless they said, oh, we... Especially for KDM, like... Even if he doesn't get the results, like he's getting good results, even if he doesn't win or get top five, he's obviously going to get top ten every race. Do you see how much exposure he That's got for I mean. KDM America? <coughs> Do like, you see how packed the, the, the KDM stand was on at Fox Raceway? It was huge, bro. Like, I know he doesn't need the money. He's probably a gazillionaire, bro, but he's one of the biggest stars in the sport and has been for, like, the last nearly ten years. He's like Valentino Rossi or Yeah, Motocross. that's what he is, yeah. bro, yeah. Like, everyone loves him. He's a character. I just don't know why they're not, you know, even if it's fucking cash under the table, bro. Yeah. Like, just keep him here. What, what is it? Another month or two, you know, and then the series is over, he can go home. But the truck's, truck's going there anyway. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not like they have to bring the truck just for him. They're doing, Dungey said he's oh, doing they, the they had all these riders at the start of the year, like Coops and um, Pleasinger and obviously now they've got 
Dungey Corallian after this weekend, they could be down to one. Yeah, but if you think like about it. fucking star last year or whatever. Realistically, it's all the old boys are keeping KDM alive. Yeah. Like, if Dungey and Corallian weren't there, like, if Plastinger's out... They got no one, bro. Yeah. Like, why not keep the old boys around? Yeah, well, you know what you're going to get out of them, bro. Yeah. It's like Metcalf over here. He's just oh, a, you know, he's, he's just, a freak, he's isn't just he? a diesel, bro. Same yeah. as Dungey. You just know he's going to be up the front every week. Just loving life, just thrashing everyone over there. Yeah. But yeah. Well, well, one of the things we didn't talk about in the 250s is um, Pro Circuit, one of their, you know, young prodigies, rider D. Francisco or whatever his name is. He, um, I'm not sure when, but he's supposed to be racing Faulkner's bike. And it might be this weekend or next weekend, whenever the next round is. You are right, bro? You fucking been oh. coughing all show. Got, <laughs> You're dying. Got, got AIDS, bro. <laughs> um, he's, yeah, stepping up to ride Faulkner's bike because obviously he's doing nothing. And, um, if he... Scores more than 40 points, he's doing two rounds. If he scores more than 40 points, he's going to stay up. But yep. if not, he's going to go back, do Loretta's, obviously try and win that. And then yep. his pro debut will be at Millville or wherever. This, the round after Loretta's. Yeah. And um, But yeah, if he yeah, scores more than 40 points in two rounds, they're going to keep him up. So that could be pretty interesting because he's you know, the next cropper guys coming up. And as I said at the start... Rookies have got a pretty good track record of coming out swinging in the motocross. It's good to see more fast guys in the 250s because yeah. it's like it, like everyone's kind of moving up to the 450s. So like the 250s were kind of thinning out, like we were saying in the Supercross, yeah. both, both the East Coast. So it'd be sick to start seeing all these young guns start coming back up and start start battling and yeah, well, making their way Yeah, sometimes in the 250 class, you get your guys stuck in there who kind of go stale, you know, like... Yeah. Not talking shit on them, but, you know, people like, yeah, RJ Hampshire's or something yeah. like they were people. Yeah, Jordan who, Smith. Yeah, Jordan Smith. Or I can't believe he's on Star Yamaha, bro. Even Faulkner, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, these are all these people who you thought would have, you know, numerous titles, be up in the 450 class already, but I don't even think they've won any titles, no. you know what I mean? And no. then you got someone like Jet, who's only been there for one or two years, but he f- nearly feels like a veteran now. Yeah. Like it's hectic, and he's already accomplished everything he wants to accomplish. He's won a Supercross title and a motocross title. So, you know, he could be done after this year in that class and then be up. But then you get someone like Osborne that stayed down there for so long and then come come into the 450s and yeah. just dominated the motocross. And that's pretty mean. rare. And obviously, same as Craig yeah. this year. He's been in the 250 class for like 10 years. Yeah. And, you know, done stints in both classes, like 250, 450. But, you know, he finally ticked that box and won the Supercross Championship this year. But, you know, there. Do you think Craig's mentally fried at the moment? Or do you think he's just, that's just his pace for 450? It's just his pace, bro. Like, the guys in front of him are next level, bro. Like, you know, they're all-time greats. Like, people like Tomac and yeah. Roxon. And then you got kind of, well, Anderson isn't a new kid on the block. No. But, you know, he's won a Supercross title and... Then you got the new kid on the block, Chase Sexton. Like he he's already won two Supercross two fifty titles. You know what I mean? Yeah. So he he could be going down that path of an all time great. And the speed he's got, bro, like he's the fastest guy on track. And oh, just the way he rides, he's the best rider out there. But he just you know sometimes puts it down. He reminds me of old Tomac. 
mean, Tomac was on his Geico Honda. Yeah, except he rides heaps better than Tomac does. Yeah, he's got like, like, like a really... technique yeah. and just the way he does things and his raw speed is just next level, bro. I haven't really noticed it, but I, I see the commentators saying it more and more that Tomac's always on the pegs. Yeah. You reckon yeah, feed on. You reckon that's come down to from his old man to talk, uh, like training him on downhill mountain biking? Because you think know. about it, you don't... When, when you're downhill mountain biking, when do you ever take your feet off the pedals? You yeah. never. Yeah, you go through the corners, it's everything's been around. Standing. It's been around for, you know, a few years now to train that into people. But it's risky at the same time. Obviously, you get power to the ground quicker and stuff like that when you've got your feet on the pegs and you've got more control of the bike when you've got your feet on the pegs. But, yeah, there's certain people who are better at it than others. But, yeah, that technique has been around for... You know, a solid 10 years now, probably longer. Yeah, but you, I haven't, like, I don't really know since all the time. Yeah, but if you watch it, but if, you know, anyone at home that tries to ride on the pegs, you just unconsciously put your feet Oh, 100%. Out. And when you try and really, really practice keeping your feet on the pegs, it's so fucking hard, bro. Oh. And you just, you do, you feel like you're going to fall over. And obviously, <laughs> it helps that he's going so far, so you don't have to. You know, balance is good because you're going so fast that my momentum keeps Keep you on there, yeah. Over, <laughs> Not like me. Yeah, where me you. and you, bro. We would fall <laughs> over if we don't have our feet down. But, yeah, no, that, that was pretty crazy when I saw, like, actually really had a look at it. Like, he's going through deep-ass ruts. Yeah, you watch him in Supercross, too. Like, some of them, what are they, 180-degree turns. Like, he comes in flat out, just locks up the back wheel for about two seconds and just gets on the gas, steers with the rear wheel yeah, and doesn't put his feet down at all. Like doesn't even take his foot off the peg at all. So, you know, then you're in position to, especially in Supercross, then you're in position to, you know, hit the jumps or the whoops or whatever you are. You're already set, set in up, position yeah. rather than taking your foot on, putting it back on, making sure it's in the right spot on the peg and then getting ready. <coughs> I hope he doesn't retire next year because I think he's, he's deal for stars Supercross only. Yeah, well, it would probably all depend on how he's going, you know, how many more titles he can get and how he's feeling, bro. If he's doing it pretty easy and he's happy, then I'm sure he'd stay. Like, new team, it's like a new beginning and he's done nothing but good things on this team. He's nearly done more on this team than he has on Kawasaki. Honda and Cowie, you know. Like, obviously, on Cowie, he won two or three motocross championships. But, yeah. Um, yeah, he's got off to a good start on this team. So, yeah, yeah well, who, who he, knows, this could... This could get him another year or two of riding. Yeah, because he's definitely my favourite rider, like, of all time. Yeah. Well, if you think about it, like, if he, he's, he's not too far behind points. He's only 12 points behind. Like, if he Well, yeah, it's, it's, it's a bullshit season, bro, this year. It was the same in the, in the start of the Supercross. It was kind of like this. I think they had different winners in the first four or five rounds, so... Sorry, 14 points behind. Yeah, but motocross is... Pretty easy to have a big crash and then, you know, you get 10th or something because the tracks get pretty rough. So. And it, yeah, it's obviously two, two motors too that contribute to the points. Yeah. So you can have a good motor and get taken out by a lap or something. Yeah. But same thing, motocross is hard to get a shit result as well. Like, you know, in supercross you can tuck the front and, or have a crash and then before you know it you're in 20th but yeah in motocross especially if you crash halfway through it's pretty hard to drop back any worse than 10th yeah no yeah 
especially especially if it's late in the moto too, because it's obviously half an hour plus two laps. Like yeah. if it's late in the moto, everyone's so spread out, so you could, you could wash the front, pick it up, and still not lose position. Yeah. So it yeah, well I, I hope he wins it. I really it'd be pretty sick. If Honestly, it doesn't worry me who wins this motocross title. Just the way it's going, it's going to be an all time season. Yeah. Um, have you seen? Did you see during the week that um, another team full of Will Supercross got announced? Yeah, so Sealy's another rider coming out of retirement. Oh, um, I can't wait to see Sealy. I hope he's still got the speed. Yeah, well, same thing. He's never really stopped riding. He obviously has just been doing a fair bit of free riding. But this is his second time he's retired. Is it? Yeah, because remember the 250s, he was over it and he retired for a bit. Oh, I can't remember. And then he came out and came on to 450s. But, you know, he's hopping back onto Honda's where he was pretty much his whole career. Um, And, yeah... He's doing the – I think he's signed for both. The Cosmato Concepts is doing both, the yep. World Supercross Series and the AMA. And so they're a Supercross-only team. Yeah. Um, I read somewhere that he's coming out of retirement to do the World Supercross, which is starts in a month or two. Yeah. Um, and he's doing the AMA next year, so. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. And that's a pretty big sign for that team, so. 450? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. See, Brayden, <coughs> Brayden doesn't retire. Nah, no, nah. back and back, back into racing already. But you know, like you, you, you don't know, you don't know what the what the field's going to be like in nah. this World Supercross Series because there's Look. been there's been a few team announcements, but there's been no riders, massive name rider yet. To but um, it's good to see that um, at least the tracks will be right. Yeah, Dream Tracks is doing them. Yeah, yeah so at least the track layouts and design will be sick. Yeah, but they're still from what. We know there's still no venues or locations. Not, not, not nothing that I've read. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, well, not all the teams have even been announced yet. There's yeah. still another six, um, four to go. Yeah. So this is their pilot season. So yeah, what does that mean? It could just. I said it'd be four rounds. Yeah, it could be yeah. a shit show. You know what I mean? But do you reckon? Um, well, anyone that's listening, we like like our golf. Do you reckon the World Supercross is kind of like the live golf? Because there's a lot of they're, they're pumping a lot of money into it. Yeah, well, maybe that's what enticed Silly to come out because the prize money isn't bad at all, no. bro. And you know, as I was just saying, <coughs> um, the field could be pretty weak. Yeah. Not weak, but you know, well, if well, there's the, the if there's no is what Braden, Sealy, Oldenburg, and Freezy. Yeah, but if there's no former. Title like SX title winner, yeah. Like it's it's a bit of a free for all, bro. You know, and if you could win that, like that's that's a big deal. I think this might be like an awesome opportunity for say like a rider like Tomac. That I, let's 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 say Tomac's last year's next year. Yeah, he could retire the AMA and not do such so many rounds, and then only do come over to this World Supercross and do what eight rounds or whatever they do next season. Yeah, but same thing they. They retire because of the schedule. But, that's what I'm, that's but what the I'm schedule's saying. only in America, so it's not too bad. Like, if they commit to do Supercross only, they got to do all the seri- all the rounds in America, then they get a little break, and then they got to go... No, but I'm talking if T- Tomac like retires. worldwide. Yeah, if Tomac retires next year yeah. and only does this World Supercross and whackers everyone, makes a heap of dosh, because they're only doing seven rounds or something... When, yeah. Even when they're up and running, so he cannot do. He can 
let's say, not do any of the AMA, just completely retire and only do the World Supercross. Yeah, but it? obviously if, you know, if there is some, something like that where they're making big coin, everyone's going to catch on to it and everyone's going to want to jump onto it. So it, it'll only be a thin field for a little bit, you know. That's what I mean, but, like, yeah. who, like, like when um, p- people obviously leave in the PGA. Yeah. To go to the um, live championship or whatever yeah. it is. You reckon that AMA will go, hey, if you start going to the World Supercross, you're That's not allowed. That's what I did say. I yeah. said that ages ago. I wonder, you know, if especially teams yep. like, say, Factory KDM tells their riders, like, you can't yeah, you ride in that. Like, we're contracted to AMA. Like, yep. we can only do AMA Supercross and AMA Motocross. Like, your contract doesn't let you do the World Series, you know? Yeah. It's the same as when... You know, they make it hard for when some of their riders want to go over and do a celebrity round Very in their, say, GPs or something, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, how have you ever seen Tomac or something just go over and do one round of, no. um, a GP? Like, you don't see it, bro. But you see, on the other hand, you see some of the Euros come over and do a celebrity round in AMA. It must be easier to transition over here. Well, that's because the AMA, like, Americans think they're the best at everything. Yeah, yeah, they'd be scared, yeah. Yeah. AMA is the world's fastest motocross riders. I'm like, yeah. bro, go to the GP and let's yeah. see how fast you are. Like, yeah. The, the, like the... Um, well, Villa Pato done it, remember? Yeah. Well, that's like the, the baseball. It's like the World Series and it only gets played in America. America and yeah. I think one's in Canada or something. Yeah, Toronto. Yeah. yeah. And it's the World Series. How, bro? Yeah. <laughs> you play in one country. Yeah, fully. So, but no, it'd be good to see what happens with this World Series. It'd be pretty cool to... Like it would be like an exhibition, pretty much going. Oh, it's going to be good. Like it's only going to hopefully help this help the sport. You know, a lot more races, and especially on a worldwide stage. Like a lot of the Euros don't get a chance, or even us over here in Australia don't get a chance to kind of race on a world stage in Supercross. So, you know, that'll be good, and especially with like Dakar CDR, he's announced as one of the teams. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's it's going to be good, bro. Like I'm excited to see how it plays out. But especially going all the way all around the world, you know, get new eyes onto the sport. Like, yeah, I can say if if you're not really into the sport and they the, one of the rounds is in your 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 country or whatever, yeah, your city or and whatever, they start promoting it. And you're like, oh, that actually looks pretty good. Yeah, and they enjoy it. Then they start looking for go, hey, where's more racing? And it's to get more eyes on out out yeah. like Australians, Australian Supercross, motocross, American Supercross, motocross. So it's yeah, well, it's a good it's a good group of guys. Who have, you know, taken the reins and obviously they got FIM back and and if they can get the right, you know, media and TV deals, then you know it could it could blow up, bro, and just be massive. And I hope it does. Yeah. But yeah, we just got to wait and see. I hope I hope they do one in Singapore. Yeah, we'll have to go back. <laughs> eh? Yeah, we just got back from Singapore. It was um, yeah, it was unreal over there. So, but that's right. Um, that's pretty much it tonight, eh? Yeah, just a. Quick recap of the motocross so far, and yeah, we'll we'll try and get back, have some more guests on here, and um, I think I was saying today that we want to maybe go down to the coughs around of the Australian motocross because it's only like three hours from us. Yeah. So um, yeah, we'll try and pin it down there and do an interview down there if we can, and yeah, yeah. Just a regular, everyday, normal motherfucker. <laughs>